listeners, welcome into day 11 of Kitten's Craft Collective's Wovember, where we talk about wool every day in November. And today's prompt is hashtag craft. Hello, Kitten's Craft Collective here. I'm your pal. I can do this. Um, right, things I've got to see. Hello, Suzanne. Hello, Hannah. I'm glad you got to New Zealand properly and I'm loving your Instagram. I don't know whether you'll be listening to me when you're over there. Maybe when you've got jet lag one day and you are up through the night. But hello to you and your lovely sister. So, craft. I thought, wool craft. Uh, I've talked about knitting quite a lot. Uh, I've talked about crochet. What else is there? Spin it, done spin it. I thought, needle felting. Oh, yes. Hey, listeners, are you feeling a little bit angry? Just even slightly angry or lots and lots of rage well have i got the craft for you so first of all in your little box you're going to need some plasters <laughs> listeners yes you will and we're going to talk about needle felting today so first of all you got your plasters i know you're looking at me going i don't want to do a craft if i've got to bleed you probably will bleed but you can have your plasters close at hand, so it'll be fine. Then you're going to need your needle felt needles. And these come in different weights. And you they're kind of pointy. <laughs> and they're often uh, curved at the very end. And they're barbed. So they've got little necks out of them. And they're triangle needles. So most of them are about five or six inches long. And they have a wee end of them, like, you know the end of an Allen key? Well, that bit. And you often get a handle for them. You can do it just one needle and you can just use your fingers to, or your hand to use them. But the more you would maybe do this craft, you think, ah, I think I'll buy myself a lovely little handle. And it just is that bit more ergonomically friendly towards your lovely handies. And then you're going to need a big sponge or a thick brush. Not like your brush that you're going to brush your floor with. A kind of proper brush that for needle felting is actually the best one. Because it's got a flat underneath and then bristly bristles the brush part. And then this is where you would lay your stuff on because you're stabbing into it. But you can just use a big sponge like what you would have a bath with or wash the car with and you can buy specific sponges and brushes for needle felting so do you know what if you're going to start this you might as well just get yourself a kit you can do it dead cheap to start off just to see if you like it and then go and treat yourself to a nice kit with the tokens that you're going to get for christmas or you can put on your christmas wish list because most of these kits are 10 or 15 to 20 pound so believe me if you've got rage this is the kitty this is what you want you're gonna get rid of all the rage because you are gonna stab <laughs> and every single time i've done needle felting um everybody around me is going well this is great because you're just stabbing it and you can pretend it's somebody that you don't like stab 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 <sighs> you get rid of the rage without actually stabbing them or even telling them that you feel like stabbing them 
because we're good listeners and we do not do that kind of thing. It's a really good therapy. Um, and then obviously you're going to need your wool. So you get different dyed colours of lovine. You can get little packs of them and it comes in sort of like five grams worth each. And the more colours you've got, the more things you sh patterns and colours and stuff that you can make. And you can make it flat or you could make it in a 3D shape. And most people start with a penguin <laughs> or a bird and work their way up. Um, you can needle fat felt no needle felt flat onto some fabric um which is actually kind of helpful because it stays put now the fabric has to be quite loosely woven or easy to stab into so another piece of wool fabric is perfect for this so say you've got an old woolen jumper absolutely perfect you cut up that bit of woolen jumper you might want to sew around the edges or say you felted it by mistake. Perfect use for it. You don't need to sew it. And you can stab into it and the roving is then going to stay where it's put. And the whole object of the stabbing is to mesh together the wool fibres and then it becomes a kind of fabric or a 3D shape. And it's honestly, it's great fun once you've stopped stabbing yourself. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, I'm going for experience. Like I said, every single time I've done this, somebody has cut themselves. And it's your own fault as well. It's your own finger that you stab your thing into. It doesn't matter where you think your fingers are going. You could wear thimbles, but, you know, it's, it's still going to happen, listeners. Don't let that put you off because it's immense fun. And some of the things that you get made, oh, they're just so cute. There's some really, really talented needle felters out there. Um, if you even just put needle felt into Instagram, it's got about five people that have got names with needle felt in them. And there's a needle felt gallery which picks off people who have hashtagged it. And two people, one of them who I actually know, have met a couple of times in the past and is the most loveliest of people. Aileen Clark Crafts. Now she's based down in the Borders and she's been to a few Edinburgh Yarn Fests and she makes the most beautiful needle felted um, things. And then she's also taken photographs of them and you can get them on cups or think sheep, beautiful colours, um, flat pictures and get earrings. Oh man, she's and she's just so nice. She's just, just like somebody you want to be your friend. So I, if you are going to a couple of the craft fairs that she's listed on her Instagram, definitely go see her. And then in the more textile artist, this is, well, also her job, Moy Mackay. And she does some most wonderful, beautiful colours. In fact, they're both beautiful. They're kind of similar in the fact that they both do needle felting, but they've also got, because they're both artists, they've got their own... Um, designs so you can tell them apart very instantly but they both do some kind of um wet felting and then they both make pictures out of then the needle felting on top of it it's quite a lovely little um string to your bow of doing craft because you can put it on to um say if you've got a 
very plain jumper you could add a little bit of needle felt in and then you're gonna have to hand wash this right you could have a little animal somebody likes orangutan so you can maybe make them an orangutan um needle felt little toy as such and it does take a little bit of learning because you're just stabbing it together basically you're just making a golf ball of some wheel roving stabbing it in until it adheres to itself and at first you're thinking this is never going to work then all of a sudden para you're off and it's it's just just good fun so that is needle felting <laughs> i got a message this morning and it was from Woolwork Louise, who listened to yesterday. Thanks, Louise, because I actually haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I normally do in the morning when I'm walking the dog. But Richard was there today, so I didn't quite get around to it. And I was rattling on about Rambouillet, which I like to say, it's a nice word, Rambouillet. And I was trying to think of what song it reminded me of. She suggested it was Bambalea by the Gypsy Kings. And I says... West, I get where you're coming from, because now I can hear Rambouillet, Rambouillet. It wasn't that song I was thinking of. It was Galak, Free From Desire. And I think, and I said this to her, I think it's a Mandela effect, because I really don't think that it is um, at all in there, or anything that sounds like it. But um, that's where I was getting it from. So we had a bit of a laugh about that. And then she says, oh, all I can hear is Rambouillet. And I says, sounds like Rambouillet and biscuits. It's like cheese. And then we thought, wonder if you got cheese, Rambouillet sheep cheese. I go, ooh, I got some cheese. But I had just been out to Annie's Bakery for some waffles and yogurt and berries, which is stupendous. Love Annie's Bakery. Up by me. If you're in Keithness, make a trip to go to Annie's Bakery. So... She, we both looked it up and she found some Le Marquis. She goes, I think they've got the wrong animal on there because there was a goat. And it says goat rambley cheese. And we looked at it and went, maybe there's a rambley goat. Looked it up. No, there is no rambley goat. So these Le Marquis uh, goat rambley cheese makers are wrong. Unless you know different. If you're Le Marquis, you could, I'd love to be proved wrong. I'd also love them to taste your cheese because <laughs> I love cheese. On that note, listeners, I hope you have a cheesy kind of Sunday. You've been to the Armistice Parade this morning or watched it on the telly and um, you have a bit of crafting in your life. I am doing some sewing with my husband and some sticking uh, poppers on his fancy hat that he got for going canoeing. Yeah. And I'll really want to be doing his name as usual. Oh, listeners, take care and keep on crafting. Ellen, I hope there was something funny in that for you too. <laughs>